close your eyes and don't try to hide Or a silly spook, place it by your side Shrouded in a dark disguise They pretend to terrorize When we boast about the social Welcome, foolish mortals. You have stumbled into the graveyard and discovered the Grim Grinning Guys, Walt Disney World Planning Podcast. We are your ghost hosts for this evening. I'm Matt. I'm Derek. I'm Craig. Please stay calm. The room is not actually stretching. Go ahead and pull down on those safety bars because we won't be doing that for you. Guys, this is a true milestone. Episode 127 of our podcast, and we are thankful that our listeners have tuned in. They may not tune in very long. Craig, why is it a milestone? Every time we put on another episode, it's a milestone. But why is this one a milestone? Because it's a higher number than the last one. And it's also the first time we're oh. ever reviewing a movie yes. together. I've got to start coming to those meetings. You really do. Yeah. You really do. <laughs> he goes to it by himself. I know. He's the only one I'm there. I'm the only one there. Yes, we're... Reviewing Avengers Endgame. Spoiler alert. Just in case. Spoiler alert. And guys, why are we finally choosing this as the first movie for us to review? Because it may be one of the best movies of all time. (gasps) Wow, that's high praise. Right behind Joe Dirt. Well, (laughs) somehow I knew Derek was going to say that. (laughs) In any movie uh, that has... Will Ferrell and John C. Riley in it together. <laughs> yeah, you know what about uh, who's the other guy that we were discussing on Twitter? I don't know. Um, the bird Iago. Oh, Gil- Gilbert Godfrey. Yes, Gilbert Godfrey. Any uh, movie with him in it? Yeah, Avengers Endgame. As of this recording, just recently passed Titanic to become the number two all-time grossing movie. Now, by the time this releases, it may have passed Avatar. Uh, to to take the all-time lead. So they'll make a whole Avengers land eventually. Uh, would not be. Well, they are kind of transforming an area of Disney's California Adventure, I do believe, into some type of Marvel, Marvel superhero universe. But we have not talked a lot about specific movies on the show, and we haven't talked a lot about Marvel. But as Craig said, this movie is so big, so iconic, 11 years in the making, 22 films, 21 films leading up to this one. It 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 needs to be talked about in our opinion by us. By three guys who who are, are far from movie critics. Yeah. But we like movies. Never been never been accused of being Cisco or Ebert. Uh, in fact, as we're recording now, we are watching Infinity War to help inspire us. Yes, and to come up with questions that they really didn't answer in Endgame. Yes. So. Because I just thought of one. Let me just ask you guys this. Are you guys fans of the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Have you seen all the movies, the the 22 films that that make up the MCU? I think I've seen the majority of them. I've probably seen 19 of them. And they've been showing them all on TBS over the last few days. Are there any that you haven't seen, Derek, that you can think of? 
I don't know. I probably don't know all 22 of them to begin with. Matthew, can you name all 22 for us so we can tell you? Uh, I will do my best. Iron Man. Here he goes. Okay. The Incredible Hulk. Iron Man 2. Which Incredible Hulk? The Incredible Hulk. Uh, That was uh, Edward Norton. That one's in this? Yes. That's part of it. Iron Man 2 is 3. Thor. Captain America, the first Avenger. Uh, The Avengers. Uh, Iron Man 3. Thor, the Dark World, Captain America, Winter Soldier, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Avengers, Age of Ultron. I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm, I? I'm impressed, uh, though, just getting that far. Doctor Strange. I'm going to lose the order here. Doctor Strange, um, Captain America, Civil War, Black Panther, Captain Marvel, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2, Ant-Man, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, did I say Black Panther? I yes. said Black Panther. Ah, oh, um, Thor Ragnarok, Infinity War, Endgame. That's twenty one. I'm missing one of them. I'm I'm doing this off the top of my head. Uh, yeah, he, he's not using a phone or anything. That was oh, all. There's there's one I'm for. There's that's just impressive. there's one I'm I'm just forgetting. And uh, can anybody tell me what it is? Oh oh, I got it. Spider Man Homecoming. Spider Man Homecoming. Uh, that was that was the one I'd left out. Um, and of course, you've got Spider-Man: Far From Home coming out in July. So, twenty-two films, uh, and you guys have seen at least most of those. Did you say, say Captain Marvel in there? Too? I did. Yes, yeah. Did. Okay. Come here. I've not seen Homecoming or Dark World. Thor. Dark You're World. Missing nothing with Dark World. Although, spoiler, as you saw. Uh, there is a tie into the dark Wait, can world. we say right now, if you have not seen the movie you want to see it, do you cut the show off now. Cut the show off. Listen to it after you saw the yes. movie. Now, then again, this uh, this episode is coming out on May the 16th. So it's been you know a few weeks since the movie has been out. Right. But breaking all kinds of records. And you know the biggest thing, I, I have seen all these films and... I, at first, was not a very big MCU fan. I was very critical of the MCU for a long time, uh, really up until, I think, around Captain America Civil War. Uh, I I thought a lot of them were the same old movie over and over. I think that still some of those movies kind of fall into that. Mm -hmm. The trap. That trap of kind of telling the same story over and over. But Captain America Civil War kind of jumped off my fandom. It escalated with Infinity War and with Endgame, uh, I am all on board with the MCU. And I really think, I told my students this, I told some friends this, I don't know if we'll see another movie like this, on this of this magnitude, for the rest of my lifetime. And that's why I wanted us to talk about it. See, I, that, that tr- pitfall that you say they fall into, I thought they fell into it with Infinity War. Really? I did. Well, we'll get into that. I'm anxious to hear why you think that. I just Craig, what do you think about the scope and scale of this movie? Just it amazes me just to think how they put it all together. How they how yeah. they make all those movies culminate into this. It's just that that's where my mind kind of goes is it just amazes me how they made all that work and all the stories fluidly flow together. So Yeah. And and let's just we'll we'll start off talking about some of the things that stood out to us with Infinity I'm sorry, with Endgame. Um uh, Avengers Endgame. The biggest? Yeah. The biggest reason? Can I start? 
Well, what what did you like about it, Derek? Oh, what I, I thought we were going to say what we didn't really like. Well, about we're going to start out with the positive here. Okay, and we may. And well, of course, with Derek, <laughs> we're going to move to the negative. For, for me, it's what you said, Craig. It's they found a way to take twenty one movies, and I think perfectly tie them all in together with this one here at the end. And and we know there's going to be more MCU movies, uh, but you know the Russo brothers have made it clear this is the end of the 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 this is the end of this story. It won't be. It will be some movies for some. Exactly. And I, and I think it, you know, the core Avengers, those six original Avengers, this is the end of their story for the most part. Yes. Um, but, well, so I, I liked, and for me, a long time, for a long time, I didn't like the MC movies because I didn't feel like there were any stakes. Like, you knew nobody was going to die. You knew nothing was really going to happen. Uh, but with Infinity War and with Endgame, obviously things changed. And, I mean, there were real emotional stakes in these movies. And it gave me all the feels. I will say. I, so, Derek, what did you like about it? What's something you liked about it? To me, it's it's just okay. Okay. I I mean, but that's I guess that's really kind of big, big for me. So, for you, what is uh, is, is there one I just MCU think more movie stuff. that stands out to you that's better than the rest? One. Yeah. A Civil War. Civil War. You like Civil War? That's probably okay. The best one to me. Craig. So, I mean, I like stuff about it. I just yeah. can't think of what I liked about it. Okay, Craig, what did you I, like about it? About the movie as a whole? You just any, any part of it, anything. I'm just trying to fresh my mind a lot because it's been a week since I saw the movie, so yeah. I'm trying to... Now, I've seen it twice, and I'd gladly go see it a third time. I want to go. I do want to see it again. What In I, fact, guys, I joined the AMCA list this past did week. You? I did. I guess, I guess what I liked about it is we saw a lot of the... The human side or the uh, the family side of a lot of the characters, yeah, and what they lost, mm-hmm. and and what they what they hope to gain back, and, and then what they sacrifice in order for everybody to gain, yeah. I know I'm getting deep right there, but you are, but uh, kind of Benjamin Buttons, Matthew, oh. but uh, uh, it's uh, a lot a lot of stuff here. Like I said, it just amazes me how they were able to put all that together, and, and but there's so much depth in all the characters. And that's and that's why I think it's going to be hard to to experience another movie like this. Is how many other times are you going to find a decade's worth of movies built up of characters that you invested in? And you can you can compare it to Star Wars, but still, Star Wars there's there's not nearly as many movies. Um, you know, one thing that I really liked, what, what I mean to just break the movie down, it's three hours, and you can really divide it up into three acts. You've got the first hour, which is you've got the original six Avengers coping with loss. Right. And then the second hour, which deals with the time heist, as they keep calling it, going back in time to get the stones. And then the final hour is just this onslaught, uh, this huge battle, one which of the greatest battles awesome. ever put on film, and then the aftermath of that. Uh, and a lot of what we're saying is has already been said by numerous podcasters, far more well-versed in comic book lore than, than we are. But uh, you know, it, it told a three-part story. And really, you could put this movie and Infinity War together as one like mega six-hour movie. I was just thinking as you were talking that is this really a, is this really the culmination of twenty one other movies? I think it is because I think they got to about movie eighteen and they said and they said hey we could just start putting stuff in from these old movies and people will go back and watch it. But I think I mean I think there's plenty of other movies that are jumping off points too. You know you got Black Panther, you got Spider Man Homecoming, Captain Marvel. They're obviously going to lead to further movies, but at the same time this story has been told. Which uh, all those characters I think were just supplemental to the original six Avengers: Hawkeye, Black Widow, Hulk, Thor, Captain America, 
Iron Man. Something I did like about it, I did like the Hulk. You liked Professor Hulk? I did. If you go back and watch some of the other older ones, even Infinity War, he he doesn't seem as big. In this is movie? It, yeah. Yeah? Well, I mean, physically. Well, it's because he's not just the rage monster okay. that he is. Is that what I it guess. is? Uh, you know, he's not but just that destroying was just something stuff. I noticed. It was like, an interesting take that you haven't seen of the Hulk before. Well, you had in the comic books, if you right. And I and I'll say that I'm not a comic book reader. I'm more of just a comic book movie fan. Mm-hmm. I've always liked superheroes, and I, and I'm more of a DC guy. And and the people that knew me, or the people that know me, uh, the the praise that I've heaped on the movie, I think, as a guy who prefers Batman, Superman, uh, it speaks to how great I think it is. So. Craig, what's something else you enjoyed about it? What's I, a particular moment in the film that oh stood out man. to you? Um, Don't say the end. <laughs> There's I, multiple parts of the end. I really have enjoyed seeing this Captain Marvel character, how she's kind of developed. And yeah. kind of, you have enjoyed? I yeah. really have. Honestly, I enjoyed the Captain Marvel movie. I didn't yeah. think I would. See, and I'm just the opposite. I'm trying to figure out why she got her own solo movie. Yeah. I'm out of the... Out of the ten minutes she was in it in two movies, I mean, I I, I wasn't a huge fan of her into her solo film, uh, but I mean, she's clearly a a hero to be reckoned with, and the power that she has, which she pretty sure, much is you, an you, infinity. T- she she is an infinity stone. She could have explained all that in twenty minutes. I, I did not like into though, the first movie. Uh, I did not like how it explained how Nick Fury got his scratch. That was kind of weak. Yeah, I didn't like that either. I mean, a cat, that, a cat scratch. You're talking about the, the movie now. I know, but I'm just saying. <laughs> that was a that led to this. <laughs> that was and, a Nick, punch and, and Fury wasn't even a part of this movie until the very and end. And that was my criticism with Marvel movies for so long is everything was a punchline. Everything was a joke. Well, I, th- I think the Infinity War and Endgame did a good job of putting enough humor in there but not just beating you over the head with it like Thor Ragnarok is just joke after joke oh, after, I, joke I, after joke I loved the uh, Thor I mean I, I love every bit of that you that love was, the larger Thor I loved it <laughs> I thought that was hilarious the human I, let's call him human Thor human Thor oh it was great and that's what the Russos have said because I know a lot of people kind of criticize them of fat shaming but they said look this is how this is one way people would deal with loss. Yeah, yeah. And just kind of letting themselves go. And yeah. and that's clearly what Thor feels like a failure. All these Avengers feel like failures, and they're dealing with it in the, in their own way. I love, I liked the, you mentioned the human connection. I liked getting to see Tony Stark go back in time and talk to his dad and get that closure with his dad. Uh, there's also a cute little nod to Jarvis and where the Jarvis name comes from. Uh, I like yeah. I like the interaction to see Tony with his daughter. You know the "I love you 3000 uh, line right. was just you know heartbreaking. Uh, and, and in fact, I saw where that is something that Tony or Robert Downey Jr. and his kids say to each other, and that that was a line that he added to the movie. I don't know if you saw that, uh, but seeing that at the beginning and then seeing that say saying it to his daughter Morgan at the end through the hologram message, uh, just just crushing. And so I liked those moments. I liked the moments that Cap. Captain America had with Peggy Carter. So you had mm-hmm. all these storylines mm-hmm. tying up, and as you said, you're seeing the human side of them uh, really l- lesser so than a, the superhero side. And So, uh, again, a lot of emotion here. I remember I saw it open at night. There were several points where the audience was crying, and you could hear them crying. Uh, I won't say that I did that. I might have shed a tear, but... Uh, I didn't. <laughs> we, yes, Derek did not. I did. I was fine with it. What else stands maybe out go to back you? To, maybe about you'll this go back what to about Sherlock. The, what about the awesome action scenes? Uh, you thought Thor was funny. I thought Ant Man was hilarious. Derek thought oh, yeah. Professor Hulk was was funny. Uh, yeah, I, I think Ant Man's 
one of the funniest characters in the MCU. What else, guys? Why does Mrs. Potts? I thought she, I thought she Pepper? received. Yeah, I thought she received some powers of some sort. In Iron Man three, yes. Well, apparently she went to the doctor and had those taken care of. I've I've actually watched Iron Man three recently, and they <laughs> yeah, got her she fixed had the, up. She had the fire thing or whatever. Yeah, the Extremis. They got so who did she go to to get that fixed? Tony, I think Tony did it. It was so the same just, episode we had all the shrapnel taken out of his chest. That was episode. That was Iron Man three. That was, was in a Iron movie. Man three. They're they're like episodes. okay. Maybe I didn't make it all the way through Iron Man yeah. three all then, but I was just wondering why she needed a suit if she had the other powers. Because she would have been similar, I think, quite similar to Captain right. Marvel. Well, she does get a suit. She does. And, uh, from what I understand, that her name was Rescue. I think that was a storyline in the comics where. And I did. That was enjoyable. Her having a suit. Her and Tony fighting mm-hmm. uh, in the main battle. Uh, and but, he said that Mama doesn't like gifts I give her. Yeah. Or something. She like doesn't that. wear any gifts I give her, <laughs> and then she wore it. Yeah, that was pretty cool. What about that final battle scene, guys? I mean, was that? But, uh, what I mean, I mean it. It really took you through. You, they're like, oh, Thanos is just going to do it all over yeah. again and take out another half. <laughs> yeah. Well, and he even said, look, because you're talking about a past Thanos coming to the future mm-hmm. saying, you know, you can't be grateful enough. I'm just going to kill everybody and start from scratch. And so obviously the stakes are high. The infinity of the stones are there for him to take. And that, that scene, uh, the cinematography was awesome of Captain America, half of his shield is broken off. And he stands up and he's ready to fight against the entire legion mm-hmm. of Thanos' army. And then he hears that captain on your left, which is a callback to the Winter Soldier. Uh, so I loved that about this film, too. There were so many tie-ins to all the past films. To me, it just felt like a great payoff and a lot of fan service that was done in this movie. See, and that's what makes me think, though. They can just say that all these 22 films are connected. Oh, we said this in that movie. We said this in the last movie. And they, but it's awesome. But it doesn't really. While it while it makes a good moment in the movie, it's not really tied to the movie, right? But if, if that makes sense, but I, it's, I mean, it's one of those things like, oh, you know, wow, they they didn't necessarily have to do. Right. It kind of goes to the Disney details, I think, okay. because you have all these okay. details that Disney's offers and all these little lines that tie into these other films. They don't have to be there, mm-hmm. but you know, the the true fans really appreciate them. And I'm not even a true fan. But, I mean, I, I still thought it was really, really neat. Craig, what would you think of that final battle? I think it was I, – I, I liked it how it assembled all those characters, uh, even when Black Panther showed up. I, I yeah. Kinda, I just like They walked the, through the, the portal yep. that Doctor Strange opens. Yep, yep. I think that was just amazing. I don't think it could have gone any better, especially the look on Thanos' face. Oh, yeah. That assembled. I thought that was a perfect – perfect way and the fact that captain america says avengers assemble yes uh and that you know that's like the the line from the comics but just see all those here heroes there yeah is incredible but how was captain marvel not strong enough to defeat him on her own so yeah how can she fly through a ship yeah but not like fly through him right that was what a lot of yeah but then again how can thor's hammer and the the axe Stormbreaker, right? How can the two of those not defeat Thanos? I mean, Thanos is clearly working with some cosmic power uh, apart from the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, but it just—I don't know. That's my biggest beef was was Captain Marvel. I think the movie needed her, but I think it needed more of her than what yeah. it gave her. I think it definitely. And I think that was—I think that was unfair. To her in both of these movies 
that to me it felt like, well, if this is all she's doing, she doesn't deserve her own movie. Well, I think... I don't need any explanation for her character in the time that she was in these movies. I think a big thing, too, was they wanted to make this story about the six original Avengers. Keep the spotlight on them, because this is their final chapter Mm -hmm. here. Her story is just beginning. Uh, You're going to see a lot more of Captain Marvel in the future. Not that they didn't want to give her a spotlight, but they wanted to make it more about those original six. Captain America, Thor, Iron Man especially. Obviously, Iron Man. Hawkeye. Uh, Hawkeye. You know, Hawkeye, who we didn't even see in Infinity War, who becomes the assassin Ronan in this one. Uh, I loved how they opened the movie. I mean, that was like a punch to the gut immediately. You have this family man, and we're all family guys, uh, and the wife and kids just disappear. And it's, you know, he didn't know what was going on at that point in time. Um, but, yeah, I thought that was a, a, an amazing way to start the film. Very somber mm-hmm. and uh, get, grabs your attention from the get-go. And how is, how is Stark still able to make all these new suits? He's Tony Stark. With his... Kind of like I'm, how is Bruce Wayne able to be Batman? He's, yeah. he's, he's Bruce Wayne, you know. With his final suit and all, he was able to, to pluck the... The stones from the glove. I guess he designed that after, specifically maybe to after do that. The, yeah, I mean, because he's the one that designed the gauntlet for Hulk to put mm-hmm. on. Oh man, the last hour is just a just a it's roller a chance, coaster. Yeah. yeah. Uh, even the second time I saw it, I knew what was happening. I, was, I mean, I was short of breath watching it, Derek. <laughs> maybe it's because I ate a whole bucket of popcorn, but it was gas. Here comes major spoilers. The first death was Black Widow. Yeah. Yeah. And you know that one kind of gets forgotten. I think in the midst of everything else, her and Hawkeye go to that to that island, or to go to find the Soul Stone. You see the mm-hmm. red skull right. from Captain America. And honestly, I didn't know which one was going to die because you yeah. know we knew one of them had to die because we saw Infinity War. You can make an argument for why both of them should die. Mm-hmm. No, well, no, no, not should die, but we're going to die. Right. Uh, and and I mean that was a really cool. I thought that was a unique scene. Because you go from Thanos having just throwing his daughter off to two friends who were trying to not let the other one die. I thought it was really neat how they did that. Um, they, I think they definitely tried to show them that the, the Avengers wanted to avenge her death and, and show that it was not for nothing. Uh, because without that happening, they can't defeat Thanos and you know, save the day. Craig, not that we're morbid, but do you think that there should have been more people die End in game. You had Black Widow. You obviously had Iron Man. But beyond that, you've got dozens of other heroes that live. Do you think it should have led had more casualties? I don't know because I, I, you know, I was really surprised. I think it was perfect. You and I talked about this that that uh, Iron Man died because he's the one that started it all. But mm-hmm. I think it's hard when you get into any of the superhero universe, whether that be Marvel or DC, and you start doing away with characters and you're doing away with your yeah. properties yeah. and your money-making abilities. So it kind of makes it hard. Uh, I mean, you can always, again, we're talking about comic book characters, so they can always come back at any time and, right. and just ride it away. Uh, but I don't know. I, I I think it was just right because even though it was right, I, I was just shocked that, that they did kill Iron Man. Well, I mean, and I heard something else too. If you kill too many, does it diminish the, the impact of the deaths right. that do occur? Do you think they should have killed Iron Man, Derek? In in order for the MCU to move on, I think one of the big six had to die. Yeah, I, I don't know that it had to be him, but but one of them would have to, and two of them did. But I I don't think to me it would make it makes sense for him to die because he's 
he is Iron Man, but he's still human. Right, right. I mean, he still has the human frailties. Uh, yeah. How many times can you avoid death? I honestly thought he was going to die fighting Thanos in Infinity War. Um, he obviously didn't, but Robert Downey Jr. portrayed Tony Stark in 10 different MCU films. Uh, I mean, it's incredible. One of the greatest movie characters of all time. And I was not a big Iron Man fan at first, but I think you, you can't deny the work he's done. But here's the thing. Now that they have the time machine, the time hop, whatever you want to call it. The t- time well, they hop. Don't ha- they don't have that anymore. They don't have the stones anymore. They took them back. But they've, they've still got the... Uh, they got no, that machine. They don't have the van anymore. Do quantum they? They realm. It. They've got the quantum well, realm they, machine. Well, they got Mr. What's-His-Name back. Mr. Pym. Hank Pym. But they can go back at any time and, and change things again. But I, I, don't think they're, I don't think that's their intent. But do you think it may be for Iron Man? I don't, well, I don't think, no. Here's another thing to kind of think about. When they brought everybody back five years in the future, how weird is that? You know, there's a, there's how, a show. How much things has changed in those five years yeah, that, uh, that those people are going to assume is the same as not? And that's what a lot of people thought is they were going to go back in time and reverse everything that happened. No, they're just. Uh, because your past is your present, your present is your future. Something like that, yeah. Let's talk about that, too. Because you're Let's, talking about. You're talking about families that, you know, people who lost husbands and wives and have moved on yes. and probably gotten, maybe gotten remarried. What's going to happen with all these new people showing up? <laughs> it's crazy to think about. Yeah. Uh, and that's, you know, that's what a lot of people, uh, I've well, read blogs and, and, and stuff. And throwing there with that, uh, Captain America, is there two Captain Americas out there now? Because this Captain America is an old guy now. He's not Captain America. And that's something I didn't understand and still don't understand. Maybe you can... Okay. Enlighten me, Matthew. But he's old there at the end, mm-hmm. and that was part of his part of his genetic mutation or uh-huh. whatever they did to him. That he could age. That he wouldn't age. So did he go back <laughs> and stop himself from being a soldier? You know, I don't. I don't know. That's. I think they left a and lot. If of- that happened, he would look far older than that. You know, somebody, if, I was talking about this with somebody. There are significant plot holes in this movie. Because he was born in what, the uh, 20s? Now, the the whole thing that he doesn't age, uh, I think it's that he does age, but it's very slowly. Right. So, But it, look at Bucky. But when he goes into the Bucky, eyes. Bucky and him are essentially right, the same they're, age. You know, they're, they're in their 70s. And he doesn't. But then he goes back and he lives out another 70 years. He may be almost 150 years old by the time we see him there at the end of the movie. But does it say? It doesn't oh, say that, does it? I just read that. That's what somebody posted that I read. Uh, but I, as I told someone else. You can't infer else, that from what happened, though, no. in the movie. As I told someone else, the awesome moments in this movie outweighed the plot holes to where, I mean, I just enjoyed it for what it was. I, I know a lot of times tra- time travel movies, it's easy to say, well, how does this work if you go back? For, but for me, I just found myself enjoying it for what it was, and uh, that, that made the movie great for me. I, I think they kind of tried to make a joke almost out of the, and they did make a joke out of Back to the Future and, and Time Cop and other movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, Hot Tub Time Machine, they yes. did mention. Uh, but they must listen to the show. They yeah, probably do. Pro- yeah. I think the the Russo brothers kind of tried to just gloss over that and say, okay, this is a glaring pothole, not pothole, plot hole. Well, it it felt like but, a, it felt like a pothole. <laughs> you know, because it didn't make any sense how they tried to explain it to me. Yeah, and, and me neither. But it I didn't even try. I didn't try to make sense of it. If if you go back and change something in the past, like Loki, Loki was able to take the escape, tesseract. Uh, but then he wound up. Where it still Loki? showed him 
when Thor had was able to go back and see his mother, yeah. he was still in prison. Yeah. So that didn't and he make took the hammer. Yeah. So if he takes the hammer in 2013, does Thor not have a hammer in the years to come? That is a significant issue, I think, <laughs> because I, I'm going against what they said. I think Back to the Future does have it right. If you change the past, it absolutely alters the course it's of got the future. To. Uh, and you see that played out in a in a DC comic event called Flashpoint, where the Flash goes back and changes, and it changes everything. Again, I need to see that one. I, hadn't seen I enjoy. It. It, it's an animated movie. Oh, maybe um, not. Then. But it's a comic book, famous comic book storyline. But the, like I said, there were so many good things that I I didn't try to get caught up in the time travel aspect and. Because, I mean, I think it's easy to go down that rabbit hole and think, well, yeah. how in the world can this be possible? Uh, but to me, you, you got to see Iron Man sacrifice himself. And, and the, the scene where, one of my favorite scenes is where Doctor Strange just hold up, holds up that one finger to kind right of indicate before, to Tony, yeah. this is the one. And Tony knows, okay, I'm going to have to put my life, risk my life. And he, he snaps and he dies. And, and Pepper says he can rest. I think that's a beautiful And moment. really, if you think about it, he is the one character, I think, out of all of them, that until that point he seemed the least likely to do that. Yeah, and in because the, of his vanity, and in the Avengers, Captain America even tells him, "You're not going to be the guy to make the sacrifice play. You're not going to dive on the mm -hmm. bomb. You're not going to." And and that's that's exactly what he does. And I, I thought it was a beautiful way that that he kind of his crusade ended. I thought Captain America's story was great. You know, I went back and watched the Captain America movies recently. The idea that he. He fell in love, and then he buried a plane in the ice, and he never got to live out the life with the love of his life. He goes back in time and does that. It's a. What about uh, him passing the shield off to Sam to be the next Captain America? Yeah, I was surprised he didn't pass it off to Bucky. A lot of people are. That's what I kind of thought. But you watch that scene, it was clear it that Bucky approved of it. Yeah. It didn't matter to me because Bucky already has a Captain America-like powers. Yeah. And how about one thing we haven't talked about? What about Captain America carrying the the hammer of Thor? I thought that was pretty awesome. Yeah. Well, he was the only one that moved it. Yeah. In, in Avengers. In Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron. I mean. Well, Vision, Vision could pick it up. And meanwhile, you have that yeah. was pretty cool too. I like that. Meanwhile, you have large Thor laying there saying, "Ha! Oh, I knew it. Uh, I told you." It was so funny. Like, oh. and do you think we'll see Guardians? That of the might Galaxy? have that might have been the highlight for the of the movie for me. Captain America wielding the hammer. Mm -hmm. And, uh, oh, yeah, it was cool. And he said, Here, you take the hammer and I'll take the. I want this one. Yes. No, no, I'll no. I'll take no, the no, big no, one or no, something. Give me the you take back. the little I'll one. Take yeah. The hammer yeah, back. that's yeah. what it was. So, much, so many moments uh, in the, just even that in that final battle scene. Uh, you see Scarlet Witch have that moment with Thanos. You took everything from me. I don't even know who you are, lady. It was cool. A cool, cool movie. And I really enjoyed it. Uh, Guys, do you think we'll see Thor in a Guardians of the Galaxy movie? I think so. I think that may be since he's he's leaving the Asgardians to Valkyrie, he's just gonna head back to space with them, maybe. What did you guys think about Thor chopping off Thanos' head in like the first fifteen minutes of the movie? Did you see that coming? No, I <laughs> I knew there was some kind of catch to it then about them going back. Yeah. Did the five-year time jump surprise you as they flashed forward five years? Because they were, li I mean, they lived in this world for five years where half the population wiped out. Did that surprise you? Yeah. I mean, it had to be some some decent amount of time, really, for them to almost fully 
give up. You right. Know? So, I mean, it couldn't be five months because they're probably still trying to. Thank goodness for Ant-Man, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, something I didn't the, like. Was it a mouse or a cat? Yeah, the rat. The rat that uh-huh. let him out. <laughs> what, Craig? Something I didn't like was uh, the whole, what they did to the Hulk. So you didn't like you that. You didn't like Derek that. Derek liked I that. Liked I that. didn't really like that because that, that destroys his whole character. Yeah, a lot of people had a problem with him not hulking out, really, at any yeah. point. Yeah, I mean, he controlled that whole thing then, now. And that's that's not what... Going back to when I was a kid, when the Hulk... Uh, yeah, Lou Ferrigno. Lou Ferrigno. Yeah. It, it destroys that whole thing now. Yeah, it kind of... And again, I know, it, I know it evolves into something different, but I, I didn't really care for that too much. Fun, what, was, what do you think the funniest line of the film was? The whole thing, like I said, or the whole thing with Thor was my, was my favorite part, all yeah. of it. I really liked the... I honestly thought you were build a bear until just now. <laughs> that was pretty start, good. I mean, right near the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, guys, I hope you have enjoyed this in- Avengers Endgame review show. <laughs> All over the place. Well, yeah. I mean, why not? It's uh, that's it's, how we roll. But it's the movie event of a lifetime. It was the movie event, I think, of this generation. If listeners want to disagree with me on it, go for it. What did you like about the movie? Did you like it? Did you not like it? Like Derek? Uh, what and I didn't. <laughs> I did not like it. It's, what do you give it? It's just okay. How many stars do you give it out of five? Three and a half. Three and a half from Derek. What about you, Craig? I'm going to say four. Four? Four or Thor? Thor out of four five. Four for Thor. Uh, I'm going to give it a five out of five. I mean, I I thoroughly lo- enjoyed it. I, I think it may be the best comic book movie ever made in spite of the plot holes that are there. I uh, think, I think, I think three hours may have been a little too long. Uh, and some mm-hmm. of that was I had never seen, and I, I was just reading somebody else that wrote this, but I've never seen so many people get up and go to the bathroom during the movie. Yeah. I mean, that was kind of distracting. We we sat, of course, the whole theater, was, there was not an empty seat in it, and we were sat probably about three-fourths of the way up. Yeah. Good seats, but, I mean, there's so many people crawling over you throughout the whole yeah. movie. It kind of distract. I like to go see it again where the uh, Lazy Boys and all that is. That way oh, you, yeah. you don't really notice people as much. Yep. And, and try to take in the whole movie because that, that – that took away from a little bit from for me is everybody getting up and leaving yeah. and coming back. And uh, both times I've seen it, I had to get up twice d- during the film. <laughs> so the second time I made sure not to go at the same <laughs> same point points. <laughs> it, it is a long movie. Then again, I think when you're when you're trying to wrap up all the things that they were uh, to tell the final part of this story, uh, I think you almost have to tell a three hour story. But yeah. so we've got a five out of five, a four out of five, and a three and a half out of five. All around good film. And that takes us to a segment we like to call Grim. Grinning. Grinning. That was his Thanos. That was his Thanos. That was my Thanos, yes. Uh, Craig, it is your turn to ask the Grim Grim Greatness question. What do you got for us? Okay, I've been thinking about this while we were talking here. If you could go back in Endgame and change one aspect of something that happened, what would you change? One change to the movie? That's a good question. Well, Craig, what would you change? I would probably. I don't want the characters to be gone, so I would. I, and, and again, I understand the the whole Iron Man thing. I'd, I'd probably leave that more than I would the Captain America. I'm glad he found happiness. I'm glad he got with his girl, but Captain America's gone. So I mean, I, I, yeah. I hate that aspect of it. 
I, w- I would do something different with, well, that's, Cap- with Captain America. That's uh, You don't like how they wrapped up his story. I don't like that. You you pretty much echoed what Sam says at the end. He said, I hate that I'm going to have to live in a world without Captain America. Yeah. I, I think he could have figured out another way to get her there where he was. Bring her from the, from the mm-hmm. past to, I don't know. But I, I just don't like, I don't like it without Captain America. I think the Captain, I, I, I liked how they ended Captain America's story, but Derek, you alluded to this. I think it opens up so many, so many issues with the plot. Uh, and I know a lot of MCU apologists out there that have tried to defend that, but still, I just think there's a lot of. It, it, there has to be two Captain Americas now, or right. you can't. Everything, it's like you said, the, the whole um, Back to the Future thing. All that he did has changed now. They can say what they want to, but Back to the Future had it right. <laughs> yeah. Because you can't. Everything he, everything he did now cannot be done because right. that was not him. Because yeah. he never went through that transformation. Derek, what would you change? kind of shocked I'm saying this but I would I don't know how I would have her in it but I would have more Captain Marvel hmm wow did you just say that I did I think you have to have her to justify her having her own movie I know you want to have a backstory for her but but honestly her (laughs) I said that earlier her movie could have been summed up in 20 minutes you can make that you can make the case for a lot of those origin films like that but I don't feel that way for Black Panther. Yeah. In what was it, Civil War? Mm-hmm. Because he was a primary player in that right. in that movie, so I think that his his individual movie was needed. But I don't feel that way with her, and so I think she needed more involvement, or at least explaining where she was. Yeah. I've got a couple. Well, one I think you you mentioned this, Craig. Uh, you needed a Hulk out moment. Mm-hmm. I think I would have added that. Just where he, yeah, just where he loses it. Yeah, again. and just goes after like, because because Thor kicked his butt. No, Thor. Thanos kicked his butt at the beginning of Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let him have not? a moment yeah. where he, just let him go off on Thanos. Mm-hmm. And then the other one, I think there was so much going on. And I get that. I think it would have been a great opportunity to introduce a new character to not not necessarily an X Men character. But maybe some new character into the MCU that that gets you excited about what's going forward. And I, I get that this movie was about finishing this story, but in the midst of that battle, you know, slip one random character in that people can be like, "Oh, wow, that's you know, so and so." Yeah, um, I think that would have been something they could have added. Then again, I, to say they needed to add something else to this movie is hard to say because it's a big movie. Right, it's, there's a lot going on. And you're thinking that the Hulk could have put it on his other arm and snapped those other, you know. And, yeah. And, but it is a perfect ending to say, I am Iron Man and snap. I yeah. mean, that was pretty uh, awesome. I know we're trying to finish up here, but will there be another Iron Man? No. I don't think so. How, how are you going to top it? I don't, I'm asking. They've got so many other characters. I don't think they have to rely on Iron Man. But how do, that story's been told. How do you, if you are Marvel a.k.a. Disney, how do you close that chapter on such a big money-making... you got other money-making characters. you got Spider-Man. You've got Thor still out there. You've got the Guardians of the Galaxy. You have Captain Marvel. Are, are they bigger Black than Panther. Iron Man? Are they bigger than Iron Man? Well, uh, they could become that way. Doctor Strange. I think Doctor Strange is a... Is a mo- I mean, I'm a, very excited for what, what the future... Will, will there be another produced. Captain America, Derek? There could be. Could Sam the Falcon I mean, be... Captain America. He could be Captain Falcon. And Captain and some of the stuff I was reading said that Black Widow may... She's supposed own. to be having an, an origin. Will, the, will which, that be a prequel? 
Yeah, it don't have you to know, be. That, and I think for that reason, a lot of people were surprised that she died in the film. Uh, Hawkeye is supposed to be getting a Disney Plus series. I like Hawkeye. I wish he I, would do more. I like Jimmy Renner. Yeah, he's good. He's a good one. Uh, I think, though, with the acquiring of 20th Century Fox, Craig, they've got the X-Men coming in. And they have all these other characters that they haven't had up to this point that they're going to make plenty of money off of there. Well, listeners, we thank you for indulging us and listening to our ramblings about Avengers Endgame. Let us know your thoughts on the movie. We'd love to talk more with you about it. Uh, And maybe we can do some more movie reviews in the future. Lion King is coming up this summer, guys. That may be one Mm. we're talking about. And you said you saw Dumbo already? I did. Quite good. Really enjoyed it. Listeners, thank you for tuning in. And as you leave, be sure to... Beware the hitchhiking ghosts. And hurry back. If you would like to join our jamboree, there's a simple rule that's compulsory. Mortals pay a token fee. Rest in peace. So hurry back, we would like your company. But uh, it's of course I like Rob Rob Reiner. I think uh, he's a but but Craig with them acquiring the rights isn't, to twenty. Isn't century. Rob Reiner? What's his name? Rob, not Reiner. <laughs> Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner. Oh yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Good.